Hi, I'm Alice. Hi, I'm Justin. And you're listening to the Otterly Allison Podcast. Who knows what we'll talk about. Riley? I can hear you. I got my headphones on. Happy hump day, Riley and Allison. Ooh, you got a Carolina shirt on. I know. Go Carolina. It's my Friday, so... Oh, that's right. You guys are headed to Oktoberfest. Is that right? Yep. We're going to Helen, Georgia. Helen, Georgia. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Uh, yeah, well, I'll show you a picture. It's actually kind of cool. The town is like a. It looks all Bavarian. Oh, that's why I've heard of it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Is that how you say that word, Bavarian? Yeah. But like it's all Bavarian, Bavarian-y. Isn't that close and it's to got me? Waterfalls. Isn't that closer to me than you? Um, it's four hours from here. It we have to go up through Athens. I wanted to get back to the first picture. See, in that. Cool? Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Ooh. And they, right. Yeah. But they have all this stuff. Oh, you might see you a bear. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's got to be close to here. That's the Smoky Mountains. Yeah. Well, Blue Ridge. But yeah, that's where we're going. So. Now I'm curious. How far away is <laughs> Helen? Is it two L's? No, just one. Just one? Mm-hmm. Georgia to Asheville. Let's see. Two hours and 24 minutes. Oh, wow. If I take US 64 east. Mm. See, it's only like... 180 miles from here, but it's all like back roads, so that's why it's gonna take us four hours. And you're in Aiken, which is outside of Augusta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're you're bas- it's basically halfway between us. Yeah. Once you're bored this weekend, we'll be in Helen, Georgia, <laughs> <laughs> drinking beer. Mm-hmm. You, you're not a beer person, right? I am. I just don't like. This is gonna sound bougie or whatever but i'm like if bud light's my only option i'm just gonna drink water you know like i like stella and i like ipas oh you like the pinky beers sure you hold the pinky out yeah i like ipas the best but i like bud light Coors light not my thing so (laughs) hold on let me let there might be I, um, I'm not, I'm I was the same way and up here, all the beers that I like have just because of the tourism and they've gotten so expensive. Yeah. It's like eight to $9 a pint now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a Budweiser, like mm. in betweener, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if, if there's, if everything's eight or $9, I'm going to drink a Budweiser, not a Bud Light. Bud Light's like water. See, I don't mind like Bud Select or like one of the others, but the light stuff just feels like you're drinking bubbly water. I don't mind Amstel Ice. I'm gonna try that one. It's it's not bad. It's good for like a beach day because it's very light and you know, we yeah, don't get it often anymore. Yeah, you're not gonna get dehydrated on the beach and yes, exactly. And we like high noons. I don't know what that is. 
It's not beer. It's like there's a vodka one and a tequila one. And they're both very That's why I don't know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) I know better than a touch of liquor. Um, The end, mostly Tito's and soda with some lime or lemon. If I'm doing liquor. Yeah. So... I think we've talked about the Tito's and I think so. Before, yeah. 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 Otherwise, and, I do red wine. <laughs> yeah, red wine. I know is Allison's go-to. I haven't bought yeah. another box since the the, the box experience. <laughs> That's fair. I've started just like buying a bottle when I'm at the store because we have like a little wine rack. And... Yeah, just yeah. while you're there, keep it, keep it, keep them coming. Yeah, exactly. Smart. How how are th- how are things in um, service now land? They're good, I think. Yeah, have you done any Vancouver education yet? I know you've been super busy. Um, we are validating our offering because it's certified on Utah. We're working on getting it good for Vancouver, so that's been the extent of you so, getting exp- like no yeah. knowing what needs to be done for it to be on Vancouver. Okay. Yeah. Anything then, stand out like that you were like, oh, this is interesting? Not yet. Not yet. I did. So I'm, I don't know if I told you, I teach ServiceNow Fundamentals two days a week at no. night. No, <laughs> you didn't tell me that. I didn't know that. Yeah. So apparently the Mac friend, thinks that's worth celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so it was funny because I did my, all the demos I have to do are in my PDI. And I did Vancouver instead of Utah. <laughs> I was trying to find something. And I was like, where is it? I w- it had to do with like the taxonomies for employee center and I could not find it to save my life. And what the notes had for the demo wasn't out of box. So I had to go do it on the fly and show the class how to do it because it wasn't out of box per the instructions. So Oops. yeah, yeah. So I had to go find out, find where they moved it. And that's a service now now learning course, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, you're up yeah. in there and like uh, with the big 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 boys or big girls. No, it's for next gen. So they needed some instructors, and so it's two days a week for ten weeks, and it's just like two hours on Monday and Wednesday. So yeah, it's not bad. Not that big. Of a deal. No, and it's- there's no prep work. It's fundamental, <laughs> you know, like. For me, it's there's no prep work. Yeah, it's basic. If you don't know this, you shouldn't be doing your job. <laughs> exactly. If I don't know how to teach fundamentals, or not maybe teach it, but if I don't know the concepts, because teaching what, not everybody could teach. So. I, I've been in your shoes where I, I'm going to do something, <laughs> and like now it's not working as expected. What yeah. What's your go to kind of like, like how do you keep this uh, the car on the road? Well, so it's a little bit different when you're training because I can't just like BS you turn out of it because I'm actually trying to like teach them the concepts. So it's a little different, but I was sitting there thinking like, well, I'm an instructor, but I like do this for a living and like I know how to navigate service now. So I'm like, what if it was an instructor who like not bashing instructors, but usually they get the content and that's what they know and they're very good at it. But like, what if a piece is missing? Are they going to know how to pivot? Has been like the only question because there's been a couple things that did not match the instructions. Um, Because they give you like a demo script. Like it's like, click here, click here, click here. And (laughs) I was like, well, you guys are going to get an on-the-fly demo. And then... 
you know me. I they had us showing them like service portal and agent workspace, and I was like, these are deprecated. I'm not showing them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's not. You don't don't bother learning this, yeah. Well, I, I like we had to talk about it, but I was like, just know these are deprecated. They're no longer supported. Here's what we should be using instead. So I was telling my friend, the one that asked me if I would mind, you know, being an instructor. I was like, sure, you know, like that's fine. It's only ten weeks, and there's no prep work. I mean, at all. I just show up and go through the deck. But I was like, I feel bad for these people because I'm like. All over the place of like this is deprecated and this is deprecated and here are like all these different ways you can do things. She was like, it's probably going great for them. <laughs> I was like, maybe it, we'll see. I I think it's you know it's it's Achilles' heel and it's it's, it's superpower at the same time. Yeah. Service now is kind of like big and broad and lots of stuff is yeah. coming out and going away and yeah, yeah. Well, so. Monday was catalog items and flow designer. Trying to fit that in two hours, like I ran out of time because I'm just like trying to make sure they understand the structure and how it all goes together. And you know, I love flow designer. I taught flow designer. I'm very yeah. proud of myself. Wait. And I didn't even mention the old workflow editor. Yay. So. Um, for catalog items, you mentioned catalog builder, or do you stay away from that? We had to do it in catalog builder for the course. Yep. I, I still don't care for catalog builder. I think it's too many steps. It's definitely like it's it's. I'm like I'm gonna get in trouble for saying this. <laughs> I totally get it for non-developers who are building yeah. catalog items. Yeah, that's much that, more appropriate than I was gonna say. I totally yes. I totally understand the concept, but for me, who understands it, it's just way too many steps. But I get it for like non-developers. Yeah, and I, you feel the same probably about flow designers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm about to record a video. I haven't done it yet. I was prepping for it last night, and it has to do with flow designer. Um, I have a action that posts my video title and date time to Google Calendar nice. on my Google Calendar, right? So, Ooh, yeah. And one of the steps is you have to build a payload for the rest okay. message, right? So you've got to build an object, basically, yeah. a JSON object. And I had done it with a script. So there's a bunch of JavaScript where I'm formatting yeah. the date the way it needs to be, and I'm building the object, putting the time zone in, stuff like that. And in Vancouver, there's this new JSON builder step in uh, oh. designer, And so I was like, oh, this will be interesting. Let me see what it's like to build it here versus the script. <laughs> and it literally took like a, maybe a 20, maybe maybe that's too much, 15 line script into oh, wow. drag and drop into JSON builder. And in order to do my formatting, I was able to um, do the, uh, you know how you can click the little FX on a mm -hmm. data pill and apply the data transformations? So I'm going to record that, but I was impressed with nice. what I had to do in a script before. Right. I was literally able to not know any script and go put it into this this JSON builder yeah. stuff. So to your point, of someone who's not a developer, who's never scripted a day in their life, these tools are great. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it is. Yeah. yeah, no, like I said, it, it's hard because I'm trying because 
there's a couple people in the class who have a technical background and they're asking things. And I'm like, that's kind of beyond the scope of this course. Here are the courses you need to go take. Cause they're like, are we going to learn scripting? And I was like, no. And if you are, I'm not the girl to teach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, I learned by trial and error and Codecademy is a great website. I was like, here are all the tools and they were, it's so funny because a lot of people think, oh, if I get my sysadmin, I'm going to get all these job offers. And like, that's not reality. Like you have to be able to actually, because I'm always like, you need to take ITIL and understand the concept and the theory and how things work together. And yeah. they're all like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, you know, it's great. Get your sysadmin. It's a great thing to have, but it's not going to land you a job potentially. It's a good check the box that you have to have some of the other concepts. Yeah. I, and, and even technically skill wise, it's a good thing to have, but until you go until a customer, not a customer, oh. until a user says, <laughs> I need X, Y, and Z, and you have to go translate that into yes. something in service now and then show it yeah. back to them yeah. until you've done that, that's a whole nother skill set. Because you might know you might know where to find the taxonomy, but yep. what do you do when the taxonomy doesn't work like it's supposed to? And or you're, it's not out of box. Yeah. <laughs> or in the case yesterday when I was doing my script, uh, by the way, I was missing uh, it, the error engine said I was missing a closed parentheses, and I'm looking through this script. I'm like, there's no <laughs> missing closed parentheses. I even sent it to ChatGPT and said, tell me where my missing closed parentheses is. And it goes, it's right here before your input outputs on your function. And I'm like, no, it's not missing there. It was a, it was a curly brace further up mm -hmm. that was missing. And because, or no, it was an extra one. And because it was extra, it thought I needed, I was missing a parentheses. <laughs> so it's like, even the error message is wrong. That's so awesome. if you, and it's, situations like that until you do them mm -hmm. yeah i will say also is that the real name of that little bracket because i call it the squirrely bracket <laughs> I, th <laughs> I don't know the official name i call it a curly brace <laughs> i call it the squirrely bracket <laughs> squirrely bracket i actually i might adopt that one yes because <laughs> i don't know what it's called <laughs> i think on the otterly allison podcast we should call it the squirrely brace for sure yes <laughs> Bracket. <laughs> or squirrely bracket. See, I'm already messing it up. Oh. I like drawing them. I do too. Like sometimes when I'm taking notes, I'll be like, ooh, that's grouped. And I'll like, group it together. Yeah, visually it's a good, uh, it's yeah. a, because like, it tells you exactly where to put your title for the group. You know, it's right there in the middle. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I, like I said, the, it's funny to teach fundamentals because I was just sitting there. I was like, man, if I could just sit and teach fundamentals every day, like that would be awesome. Because I, <laughs> I feel like it's these people who are like really wanting to learn and yeah. They're, they're hungry. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, what you made me think of just now was um, going back to what I was saying about the script versus the non-script, mm -hmm. right? So yesterday and day before yesterday, Monday and Tuesday, we've been, pre-sales have been getting fed all this AI material, um, right? We're getting enabled on yeah. the analysis stuff. And one of the cool ones to me is analysis for creators, which is basically a code helper. You type in a comment and say, I need yeah. whatever, but that's in a script. So now like, do we need the 
drag and drop data pills because now our non-scripters can come yeah. in and just tell what they want. So I'm wondering, like, what, code. yeah, where is this going to go? Is it going to, is the stuff in Flow Designer going to go away now because now assist for code makes it easy? Yeah. Now I will say when I, so I went to knowledge and while I think I'm very skeptical of AI, not because I think they're going to take over the world or machines are going to come to life. None of that. You're not a nihilist. I'm not, I'm not one of those people, but the script they showed like that they were touting is really good. And this is not a dig at service now. They're like, some of the script was bad. Like it went against like their own best practices. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm fearful that people will start being like, oh, well, this will just do that for me. And then it's going to eventually get them in trouble down the line. And then a lot of, so there are certain people who are like, why don't we use AI to respond to RFPs? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I said, once again, I'm not anti-AI, but what if every company does that? And now everyone has the same responses and it's not unique anymore. And it's not putting like our spin on how we're going to do it. You know what I mean? Like, and so I'm like, you can't just use AI to replace like the human element of things. And that's my issue with it, I think. It's not because I think it's coming to life. <laughs> I just feel like it's taking the personality out of like who we are, you know? I I agree with you to an extent, to an extent. Yes, I know. Um, and let me just, I want to put it out there that <laughs> Um, I think there are those people, you're exactly right, who are going to, oh, I can have AI do it. And, and yeah. you know, they're going to coast, right? And say, exactly. oh, I, you know, let me file my legal briefing with the Supreme Court using ChatGPT. Bad idea. Right. What I have found my symbiosis with it so far is get let me get to a starting point. So yeah. like, hey, write this script write, or give me the script to, you know, search this string and replace all the... Yeah. I forget what I've done, right? And it gives me a yeah. starting point, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to tweak yeah. this and tweak this and tweak For this. For that, I love it. Yeah. But it's the people who are just like, oh, no, it'll just solve all our problems, and we can remove the human element. I'm like, no, you still have to, like, put in, you know. Yeah, I think for a creator, right? And I would, I would say a service yeah. now admin falls in the realm of a creator, and that they're mm -hmm. creating yeah. uh, workflow functionality, right? For them... You can use the AI to jumpstart and yeah. feed, but you still need to apply your human. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, it's great. Here's the, here's the tagline. Apply yeah. your humanity to whatever yeah. it is that the AI generated. And that's going to be your value add. And that's going to be our clip. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I will say, so the biggest gap, so because I do help with next, the next gen program, so shameless plug for them, but the biggest gap is if you've never been in tech or no agile, like working from stories is, it's so confusing if you don't know how user stories are written. And so fortunately ServiceNow training, all of the labs are done with user stories. It still doesn't give you like real life scenarios of as an incident user, I want the caller's phone number on the field or whatever. Mm -hmm. but it at least starts getting them used to it. But like, that's like the huge, like learning curve is people understanding the whole story concept. And so once again, I'm doing this training and I'm like, here's what a user story is. Cause it, it doesn't introduce it in the course. It just starts using them. Right. 
assumes everybody already knows. Let's break this down. And I think there was one slide, but it, it was very quick. And so I was like, okay, let's let's think about it. <laughs> you know, like here are the pieces, here's what it means. And, yeah. Do you have an opinion, user stories versus requirements? Do you have one prefer one over the other? I like, well, I mean, generally requirements are gonna be an overarching piece and the user stories are gonna be the components to meet the requirement. So, so you still use them together. You're not mutually, or you're not exclusive. Yeah. yeah. And like for our user stories, one of the things I struggled with when I became an architect was trying to write a user story, but I have all the technical in my brain. And so we created like another field that was like technical approach or technical whatever, just so like we can get the technical out of our brain to write the business story and the technical helps us upskill our people. Because if it's a junior working the story and maybe it's a little bit more complex and they want to try it, they've got the approach of like, you know, do a on-change client script. I'm not going to write the script for you, but I'm going to give you like, this should be a client script versus a business role, or this should be a script include versus this. And so they get like with chat GPT, getting them started. Yeah. They're <laughs> it getting gets like them a... started on how it all plays together. I like that. That's good for, for growing and learning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And ChatGPT isn't going to help you through that. <laughs> that that's that's your situation right there. In fact, I think that's where you might start seeing some bad practices too, where, yeah. um, you know, yeah. here's a business rule when it should have been a, on change um, or yeah. a, a script or something. So, yeah, I'm still proud that we stumped ChatGPT last week. We did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and actually, so I went back when I edited um, this past weekend and because I, when I do, when I, when I edit, um, I'll show you, I actually take notes. So you can see, like, I'm writing down yeah. everything that we talked about, and then I'll take those notes and I type them up. And so, for example, Indigenous Peoples Day, I was like, mm -hmm. let me search this, make sure I spell it right. Is it capitalized? Yeah. Is it not capitalized? Right. So I'm, and so right. I got to Sandites again. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> so yeah. I went back and um, I, uh, not to chat GPT, but I, sorry, because it didn't work the last time, I Googled it. I have on Google enabled Bard. So when I Google something, the AI will sometimes come mm -hmm. in at the top and like summarize oh. it. And it did. It came in and said, Sandites oh. are from Sand Springs, um, Oklahoma. And it had this little background. I'm like, well, at least one AI knows about it. So that's funny. That's one for yeah. Bard and zero for ChatGPT. Yes. So I bet you didn't know my process was so manual, did you? Some of it, yes. Some of it, no. Yeah. Well, I've, I didn't know you were like Googling and things, but that makes sense. Yeah, because sometimes we'll talk okay. about stuff I don't know, like um, Buc Bucky's was one where I didn't know how to spell it. Mm -hmm. um, Sand Springs was another one. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I knew that <laughs> one, thank you. Which, by the <laughs> way, happy boy. birthday, Dexter. He had Not his birthday. Yet. Oh, no? He had his pictures. Oh. His oh, so we got, hey, I got a sneak peek back, so I'll show you. Just to warn y'all, Ash, Allison said he's a ham, and I think he lives up to it. <laughs> he does. He only did one creepy smile, so. Does I'm he do them on so purpose? Far. Like, does he know how to do them? No. So you know how well, kids just like go through this phase where they're like, <laughs> they just like the show smile our teeth. weird. Well, they just like it's so fake, and so for him, he loves these. We have these books about farting. 
he's a boy, whatever. Yeah, it's, and they're yeah, holiday. It's gonna come up. <laughs> yeah, so he has one that's like Gus the Gassy Ghost, and he has one that's Taylor the Tootin' Turkey, and they're all holiday related. But Tootin' Turkey just cracks him up. So whenever he was doing the creepy smile, I, I I'd be like, say I know, I, I'd be like, say Tootin' Turkey, and he would just start <laughs> dying laughing. And so the little, um, our photographer, she was like, oh my gosh, I'm totally using this to get him to smile. And I was like, yeah, here. So here is one sneak peek of him. So he will be five. Oh my gosh. I know. It's a little man. <laughs> I know. And then we had as well. His little legs crack me up. He's yeah. all like just chilling. <laughs> so those are the only two I have that are That's adorable. sneak peeks. So and then the this service that they're gonna send you like a whole like portfolio of stuff. Yeah, so you... it's she does um, photo mini sessions. So they're only like thirty minutes, and then you get she edits them, and then you get the little what's it called the print release or whatever. So you just print them whatever sizes you want. So. Okay. Yeah, she's not in the yeah. cool. Yeah, she doesn't do like the print stuff. She just does. That. But yeah, he was hamming it up as usual. So, you know. And he's going to be five, half a decade. Mm -hmm. I think we talked about the last time. One whole hand. One whole hand. That's is right. what he's excited about. So, yeah. Oh, man. Good yes, time. I got his invitations. Oh, I have a fun story about kindness. <laughs> so, I ordered his invites, which I'll show you. Let's see, very cute. Cowabunga! Yes, Hi, L Creative, who created them. So gay. But they're super cute. And I order them, like, I get them printed at Staples. Well, normally I do Vista print, but it was going to take too long. And I wanted to get them out earlier. And so I called. <laughs> they're supposed to be, like, same-day pickup. And I was like, I'm not worried about same-day pickup. Well, they called me and were like, hey, they're not going to be ready today. Can you come in tomorrow at 2? I was like, yeah, no problem. So I'd go in the next day. And apparently you can now do Amazon returns at Staples, which oh, I didn't know. Interesting. And I had one, so I was like, perfect. <laughs> I'll just do it all in one go. So I go in and the girl's like, I was like, oh, hey, I have a print order. And she was like, what? I was like, yeah, I have a print order. It said it would be ready today at two. And she was like, I've been at this station all day. I haven't done any print orders. And I was like, okay. Like, can you just make sure you have it like, in your system? And she's like, yeah. So she comes back, she's like, I'm so sorry. It's not done. And like, just kept going. I was like, it's, it's fine. Can, can you just call me when they're ready? Like, I, I'm good. I just please let me know so I don't drive back over here until they're ready. She was like, oh my, I'm so sorry. So I go to pick them up. She gave them to me for free oh, wow. because I was so nice the day before and didn't like cause a stink. And yeah. she was like, it's just, that, usually people are just so upset. I was like, they're just invitations. Oh like God, it's the fun. Poor person, yeah. <laughs> I was like, like what has happened good. to her to make her so? Yeah, yeah Jesus. So yeah. I got his birthday invitations. So. <laughs> I don't know, and then I just felt so bad for her. <laughs> like meeting, like no big deal. Was you know. <laughs> it's times like that that I hate. I don't carry cash because then I'd be like, well, here's a five for you or something, you know. Yeah, you're obviously having a rough day. <laughs> yeah. I've, God, I don't know the last um, time I've been to Staples, but. 
I think it was probably to buy a printer when I started working here because I had to oh, print man. out my some form to sign and scan yeah. back. So yeah. I was like, a printer? I don't have a printer. <laughs> yeah. So my favorite, there's an app on your phone called Scan Genius. I don't know if you've ever used it, mm -mm. but it's amazing. Cause like our printer, God love it. It's not very old, but it just, it will not stay connected to the Wi-Fi. even, well, I haven't tried it with the fiber, but it just, it would not stay connected. And so it was a pain in the butt. You'd have to like bring your computer over to the printer, plug it in, keep the cable. And so the scanning, once again, just too hard. So I use Scan Genius for all my stuff. And it saves it as whatever format and it looks just like you scanned it. Oh, like for like receipts or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I use Evernote. That's what I use. Yeah. Nice. I've been an Evernote user for since I started. Yeah. So. Well, nice little episode number 33 yeah. before you are off to drink a beer in yeah, Helen, Georgia nice for Oktoberfest. Yeah. So hopefully you'll get to see some fall colors. I'm sure we will. It's supposed to only be in the 60s while we're there. I'm so excited. Yeah. It was 30 this to... morning and it's leaves everywhere. Let's see. It's 54 right now. So. Yeah, we had a frost. It was nice. Nice and crisp. We did. <laughs> All right. Well, have a wonderful rest of your day. And uh, if I don't talk to you before you leave, have a wonderful time off. I'm sure I'll send you pictures. <laughs> yes, definitely text me. <laughs> All, right. All right. Take care, Allison. Bye.